Waterfall, the CCW podcast. Hello and welcome to Waterfall. It's the water saving podcast brought to you by CCW. Who are they? Well, we'll be finding out a bit more later. Now, it's very exciting because we are outside today. This is a first for Waterfall because we are recording entirely outside. So this episode comes not without some risks. So let's see how this one will go. Um, We are in Berkshire by the River Thames because we will be walking with water. And that's really the theme of today's episode, making that connection between the water we drink, the water that runs from our taps and the water that runs and flows through the natural environment. So making that connection, why it matters, why it's important. But I've got to start with some very bad news, I'm afraid, everyone, because uh, Karen is unable to make it here today. Karen, the wonderful co-host, she is very busy mulching in her garden. Um, at least I think that's, in my head, that's what Karen does when she's not around, mulches in the garden. Um, but I've got some good news because we've got not one, but two guests. And it does get quite confusing because we've got producer Tom, who today is a guest because he's the brains behind a brand new exciting initiative called Walking With Water. Hi, Tom. Mike, so good to be here and in Reading, no less. How does it feel to be a guest? I, I'm, I'm, I'm through the curtain, you know what I mean? I'm seeing how it operates. I'm glad. I'm glad to be here. And do you view being a guest as a promotion or a demotion? <laughs> uh, I'll judge that at the end of the episode, Mike. Oh, yeah. oh, come on, Tom. Let's, let's be real about this because you've been trying to build your part up on the show for <laughs> the, the, the last 14 episodes. I have been trying to have a little bit of a breakaway coup. So, yeah, this is a dream come true. <laughs> so, so it's, a, it's, a, it's a personal moment of triumph for Tom. But, but not only that, we've managed to top producer Tom being a guest with, with having the top person from CCW here. We've got Emma Clancy, who is the chief Chief Executive of CCW. She is joining us for a walk. Hello, Emma. Good afternoon. So, Emma, you are here as a chaperone, right, for me and Tom? Is that, is that correct? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually just kind of sort of finding out what you're getting up to because you two keep disappearing. And I think we need to understand whether this is of value or not. So this is what I'm here to find out, Mike. You're, un- you're being watched. Well, I think it's well known that me and Tom can be trusted to be let outside <laughs> together. This is my point. Yeah, this is my point. <laughs> so Emma later on is going to be telling us a bit more about CCW. It's CCW who bring you these podcasts. You know, what, what they do, who they are and why water efficiency and saving water is absolutely critical to CCW's mission. So today we're going on a walk from Reading to Sonning or Sonning on Thames as it's known if you're very posh and it's uh, it's not a very arduous walk it's five kilometers in total so it should should take just over an hour though and it's not got a particularly big stride so it might take a bit longer rude <laughs> but true <laughs> so we're, we're starting at, at Reading Bridge which is coincidentally where Thames Water HQ is we are gazing at it now it's a bit like a donut that's not any reference to staff members that's the, the shape of the building um now, I did clock Emma having a good look through the windows as we walked past, just to make sure everyone was working hard. What, what's the verdict, Emma? Were they working hard enough? They, they were indeed. They were indeed. Absolutely. I was giving them a wave. Giving them a wave. Giving them a wave. Well, that's good. We did, we did, we did look slightly suspicious going through the, 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 the footpath that went through the car park. So, this is it. We're on the walk. Shall we, shall we begin? Let's go. This podcast is brought to you by CCW, the voice for water consumers. So we've walked, uh, well, maybe about 400 metres. So we've obviously stopped for a break because we're all, we're all exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> we're, at, we're, at, we're at Caversham Lock. Why is... are we at Caversham Lock, Mike? I'm, I'm... Well, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Does anyone have the key to the answer of that? Uh, no, Caversham Lock, first landmark on the way. 
uh, on our on our walk to Sonning. Forgot to say, Emma, it, Sonning has some uh, very famous residents. George Clooney amongst them. Uh, I think Theresa May lives there too. Ooh. So it's a good destination. <laughs> wow. Well, I'd like to meet one of those <laughs> <Good answer>. two. <laughs> yeah. It's a lovely spot though, isn't it? It is. I mean, this is why I really like this walk because Reading's yeah. got quite a lot of hustle and bustle about it. But you don't, you don't have to go far to get kind of relative calm mm. and a really nice a really nice spot to go and stretch your legs. Great. But that's what walking with water gives you, isn't it? It that does. space and time. You know? It does. A completely different view of a place, you know. Mm. So here we go down the to towpath. We've see, spotted a few things, haven't we? Mm. Uh, m- notably, a crocodile. I think it was an alligator. Oh, an alligator. <laughs> it was false, I must add, for our <laughs> listeners. But yeah. It was on a roof. It was on a roof, yeah. Well, it seen, was an adornment. Mm. We've also seen a heron. Yes. What else was it? A gannet? A gannet, yes. And the uh, very rare Tesco Extra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the entrance for a Tesco. Yeah, I've never seen one of those before. Yeah, and a squirrel. And don't, a squirrel. Don't yes. forget the squirrel. And we are looking to our left here to a magnificent boat across here. Wow. With the plants and adornments. So Emma, how, how are you coping so far on the walk? I'm okay, thank you, Mike. Yes, yes. I, I mean, I know you've been trying to wriggle out of this. <laughs> um, earlier in the week, you did say, "What if the weather's bad? Will I, Tom, I, Tom's equipment get damaged?" <laughs> I, I, love, I love this. I appreciate notion. that care. I do. The, the I Tom do. has equipment. <laughs> I was merely being a caring boss, Mike. You know, so I was just worried about us slipping into the Thames or something. But it's a gorgeous day. So, so yes, you're concerned about the weather. It's, it's, it's literally one of the mildest November <laughs> days ever yeah. that there's oh ever God. been in the UK. Yeah. Look, you're, you're the one with the uh, meteorologist background, not me, right? Quite so planned well, I would say. Uh, indeed. So uh, obviously this walk is not without peril. We have got, obviously... Tom and I have to be very careful because you know our P45s could be uh, could be on our way to us depending <laughs> on what we say or do on this. Yes, on this walk. Right, right. indeed. And then there's the, the more direct peril of being run over by scooters, which you know is, is always a risk. And the uh, other peril of just being gently nudged in the Thames by the guests. <laughs> I think the questions have been selected very carefully to avoid that eventuality. Tom, can we? Should we gang, gang up on Mike? I mean, do you think? I, I, I think, think we can overpower him. Yes. I think quite quickly. Yes, let's yeah. bear um, that in mind. You know, he's in his reading memory bag at the moment. <laughs> he's in a waking reverie, so he's susceptible. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Where's Karen when you need her? Karen, come <laughs> back, <laughs> please. Enjoying the show? Please consider leaving a five-star rating on iTunes and Spotify. So we're on the Horseshoe Bridge. And this is the bridge that was for the horses that towed the boats along the towpath to, to cross the River Kennet. And this is uh, the point at which the River Kennet meets the Thames. And I think it's not very well known for people who don't live in Reading or, or, or in Berkshire that Reading actually sits on the two impressive rivers. You've got the like, world-famous Thames, which obviously everyone's heard of. And then you've got the Kennet, which is a, a chalk stream. An iconic chalk stream. And there's only a, a, a few chalk streams in the whole world, the vast majority of which are in the south of England. And they do... They are something special. That is something special, this smell. <laughs> Boy, I mean, it's, yeah, this it's is coming on strong. Yeah. Again, the, the smells of Reading, uh, bringing back those happy memories. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a chalk stream. Not that you can tell, but the murky water is where it joins the Thames. But you go... You don't have to go far upstream. You realise what a unique habitat that chalk streams maintain and we have to really look after them 
And if you follow it all the way upstream, you get to Newbury and eventually to Marlborough. Wow. Um, and there's a canal that links the Kennet with the Avon. The two cages thinking of the name, the Kennet and Avon Canal. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that takes you all the way through to Bristol as well. Mm. So you can go fully east coast to west coast on a, on a, on a boat from here, which is, uh, again, I think uh, not that well known. Mm. But it does feel like uh, in this spot where we've got this confluence, I think's the right word, of two, mm-hmm. two impressive rivers. Talk to, to you, Tom. Yes. Uh, about the Walking With Water initiative. So, you know, why are we going on a yeah. walk? Tell us all about it. Yeah, with Walking With Water. Well, this is something that was kind of started before I joined. I've only been with CCW for, you know, four or five months now. And, you know, it's an initiative essentially encouraging people to connect with their local water supplies. And what we were finding was that, you know, people perhaps didn't even know. Obviously, they might know the stream around the corner, but they might not be cognizant of anywhere else around there so what we've done with walking with water is it's a two-part thing we've got a web page hub page go on there type in your area working with the canal and river trust as well you can find any local walks near you and then we're encouraging people to get out like we're doing right now with their family with their friends and just to walk by the water and you know i don't know about you emma but i'm just there's so many benefits i felt in this last 10 15 minutes we've been out here yeah, it's just relaxing, isn't it? And, yeah. and you know, any time that you're in contact with nature, you feel a bit better about whatever's on your plate, don't you, I think? So, uh, yeah, it's lovely. No, precisely. And it's like, you know, uh, what we're hoping is to kind of encourage people to build a deeper relationship with the water and then in turn to be more practical at home, you know, to be more thoughtful mm. about their water use, which is, of course, what Waterfall is all about. And we also have an activity booklet as well. So we're appealing to the adults and appealing to the kiddies as well. Uh, thank you. And we, yeah, so we've just got this booklet there, which we've distributed to all these visitor centres and nature centres across England and Wales. Fab. And this is essentially a kind of, you know, a, an adventurer's guide. We're encouraging kids to get out there and to, you know, spot stuff and draw what they found. And then we also have a pledge on there as well. So when kids get home they can tick off you know shorter showers or etc and you know that's the ages of it but it is a giant sprawling project that we've just begun so if you want to know more people walkingwithwater.org.uk i would encourage you to go there as your first port of call so we're on one of my favorite walks and uh, it's interesting you, you mentioned helping people make that connection with the water mm. they drink well just just about 500 meters upstream on the kennet there is, as you're getting close to the Oracle Shopping Centre where there's bars and restaurants, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. there is a sign that, that it appears by the river that says, basically, please do not wee in this river because water is extracted uh, for oh, drinking no. water purposes further down. Now, do you think that sign, what sort of effect do you think that sign has? <laughs> it's a catalyst, I imagine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, people yeah, see it as a twice. challenge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 let's just say it doesn't have the desired no. effect. But... But certain people, certain, certain people. people. But yeah, so we're on my favourite walk. Do you have a favourite walk, Tom? Do I have a favourite walk? That's a good question. Um, I suppose, you know, just, just my local walk, Sutton Park. I, I enjoy there. You know, that's the biggest park outside of a major city in Europe. It's a giant, sprawling metropolis of trees. Henry VIII loved it. He hunted there. It's mentioned in a Shakespeare play. So I'd probably mention that as my personal favourite, yeah. And uh that sounded like a completely made up fact it's one of the biggest parks outside of a major city but Birmingham is a major city not within a city I mean in the same way that I don't know Central Parks in New York etc I see sounds like one of these I mean it's a little bit of a kind of you know yeah 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 you can walk with water there that's the important yeah 
So how do people get involved? You've just name-checked some mm. material, a website you can go on. Yeah. But, you know, how can you get stuck into this initiative? Uh, well, you get, again, just, you know, the webpage is the first thing, really. You can just get on there. You can find a local walk nearby. And if you don't know of any nearby, you can go onto the Canal River Trust. And then we encourage people, when they do head out there, to go onto the website, stick on the website, and download an activity booklet as well that they can take out. Maybe there'll be one at a visitor centre. And this is an ongoing project, so we are encouraging people to take photos when they're out there, to, you know, save their stories, to send them in to us. We're putting them on the website as well. It's just an initiative, essentially, just encouraging people to make that link between the water running by their feet and the water running out their tap. So we could take a picture of us three. I hope we will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can upload it to this yeah. website. You can, you can email it in to us, and then we'll pop it on the website. Yeah. What's the future hold, then? So you've launched this initiative. Is this something that's going to keep going or is it just a one-off tell me about that yeah that's right i mean it's it's, it's evergreen really and obviously we, we can adapt into different seasons you know ultimately it's encouraging people to walk by water you can do that in summer you can do that in winter anywhere but we're just trying to put our you know we're just trying to encourage people trying to put our stamp on this as well trying to make it clear to people that this is obviously you know we're not reinventing the wheel here we just encourage you to walk by water to embrace nature but um but yeah in the future you know we're looking to update the activity booklet come different seasons we're looking to expand into school as well we should hopefully have a piece with itv wales shortly media wise and um you know I, I must say that in the um in the first month or so that it's been out you know it's been received really well and um, people are going onto the website every day downloading the booklets it's hard to know mike it's like a baby we've put out in the world and it's like you know how many people are going out on these walking with water adventures i don't quite know but what's important to me is that it's being engaged with and um you know we're gonna we're gonna keep going with it there's no necessarily a timeline on it i should say oh, i don't want to stretch your baby analogy because they all yeah. like a baby once see it grow don't stretch a baby <laughs> once see it grow in time but ba- like a baby they're quite annoying yes <laughs> are you saying that i'm whining right now <laughs> yeah. could, so, could uh, you um, take it on holiday i mean it's not in the sense of like if you're going somewhere else yeah. in the uk you haven't been before could you go there and you know, find something to do. That's a great shout. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, again, I must stress the walk we're on now, which is new for me and Emma, is quite amazing, really. Like the views we're seeing, the sort of wide vista out here. And Well, there's also a prime walking day in the not too distant future, because I, I don't know what it's like in your house, but in our house, Boxing Day oh. is the day. You've got to get out and stretch your legs, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're going we're gonna to do that. We're doing a push for that as well. You know, encouraging people to get out there, walk off that turkey, you know, pop on that hat from ground that you didn't really want to wear. And, uh, <laughs> you know, just, just, just walk with water, you know. But, but ultimately, underpinning that is we want people to connect with nature and just to appreciate these things as much as possible because we're very lucky in this country that we have access to such waterways as this. We do, and actually, just, just to the point where we're at now, we're just arriving at what's called Thames Valley Park mm. uh, and there's a couple of we've just gone past a, a rowing club and here's another one we're just coming up so Tom we've not been doing this walking with water initiative by ourselves have we no Mike no we've got three partners on board who have been absolutely fabulous I've got to be honest with you so when we started this project we knew that you know it, it's a nationwide thing nations wide thing in fact so we had to have a lot of these people on board who are going to help us promote things and uh, yeah I just want to give them a shout out really so we've had um, a Fonid Wales which is just kind of like, you know, the Welsh River Trust uh, that represents all that. And they have do a lot of stuff in schools and educational stuff, and they've been fantastic in getting the word out. I'm not quite sure your pronunciation's great there, but, you know... Funny, well, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, excuse we'll, me. I've got, I've got a cold. Then, Isn't there a double D, a th-th-th-th-th, a vonith? A a vonith, yeah, yeah. You guys know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I just want to shout out to all our Welsh friends. We all need some intensive training on the Welsh language. I'm sorry. Not as bad as the German, though. 
<laughs> Hi to Gail Walsh of Afonid, or however you say it. She's, uh, she's been great. And um, yeah, we've also had the River Restoration Trust as well, which is a similar organisation in England. And we wanted to push the boat out, so to speak, with the third one. We wanted to go beyond a traditional water charity, if you will, because obviously we're walking by water. So we've got Living Streets on board, which is the UK's original walking charity they've been around for more than 100 years they were uh, instrumental in instituting the first zebra crossings in london actually and kind of getting that across and they have also been spectacular really so i just want to give a big shout out to all three of those guys for um really helping us get the word out no that's fantastic i think it's definitely way forward isn't it on these sort of initiatives mm. you know the more the merrier bring, bring on the partners be sure to head back through the archives and check out all the past episodes of waterfall so we're now at the uh, far end of the thames valley park and basically the whole duration of the thames valley park has mainly just been tom really sucking up to the boss i mean it's been a little bit embarrassing needs must mike needs must it's really embarrassing Tom. i mean i thought you had more to you than that um but we are here with the boss uh it's emma clancy hello emma hello, hello mike and uh you know i'm amazed we've managed to get to this is is episode 14 15 in those reaches yeah yeah without having emma on unbelievable we've not been keeping it from you emma <laughs> no, you talk about it quite a lot in the office. <laughs> yeah, there, there is no way anyone doesn't know about podcasts and waterfall, which is good. Which is good. But... I, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> so, so, Emma, at the top of every episode, we do say it's waterfall brought to you by CCW. Uh-huh. But we we've not really actually taken much time to explain what CCWR. And let's face it, the name doesn't really give much away, does it? I, no, that's a fair point. So tell us about CCW. What, what, what are we for? What are we for? Why are we here? Well, that's perhaps a separate question on a Friday <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. Um, but CCW is just all about making sure the water sector works for people. And, you know, we are in a unique position as an organisation to talk about the things that, that matter to people and to represent them when they can't represent themselves or, you know, kind of got other things on. So... And we do that in a couple of ways. So sort of on a practical level, if someone has a problem with their water company, we step in and we help. Uh, and we help to get that resolved. And we do that for around sort of 15,000 people a year. Uh, and, you know, we also do lots and lots of good policy work behind the scenes, kind of lobbying for change, making sure that the regulatory system works for people and helping them where we can. So a good job good place so i kind of interpret that is we're kind of a bit like citizens advice but for water is that fair yeah i think that's a that's a cracking analogy yeah absolutely right so just you know with that specialist knowledge given the importance of water in all our lives so just to help people who maybe listen to this and go okay i understood what you said but what does that mean i'm a i'm a water consumer i'm just a person who drinks water what what relevance does ccw have to me well if something goes wrong you know that doesn't happen very often but if it does we'll be there to help you and you know we work to make sure that the water that you you know drink and consume um that you know about it which is kind of what walking with water is all about that uh, that it's of a, a decent quality and it, it really is and that it's provided to you at a, a good price and that water companies behave in the way that you would expect to you know a utility in that position too so we do all of that sort of behind the scenes uh plus you know i hope that we are striving towards being you know even more sort of helpful and friendly and our website's got loads of good stuff on it 
uh, if you want to kind of have a look and learn a little bit more about the water you drink. And if I was a person who needed help from TCW then, um, will it cost me anything? No, we're free. Well, we're not quite free. That's not. We, we cost each bill payer around 26 pence on their bill. But when you use our services, it's free. And all of the policy stuff, all the campaigning stuff is all in with the price. So people pay a tiny little bit on the water bills. Yes. And that's what keeps CCW running. And then everything we do then is just free at the point of use for people. Absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant. That sounds great. Um, so if we're coming from water bills, does that not mean we're beholden to the water companies? Uh, well, no, because people pay the water bills, don't they? So we're beholden to people, which is absolutely how it should be. So um, our money comes from people, not from water companies. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. the reason why I ask is I want you know, what I don't want to leave people with any kind of feeling that we've got a different agenda. Our agenda is purely people, right? Our agenda is purely people. I mean, that's very challenging because obviously lots of people have different views or in different circumstances, care about different things. So, you know, we, you know, that's quite a, quite a challenge for an organisation like ours. But we're the only body in the water sector that is all about people and nothing else. Uh, and I think that's one of our kind of, you know, core strengths. So we're here walking with water and we've just heard about it from from tom yep fantastic um and you're on a water savings podcast so there's a theme here that kind of water saving is is important but why is that so important to ccw surely you're you're just here to help with people's problems why does this matter then well because if we don't all kind of change our behavior just a little bit in a really easy way then this the provision of water will be a problem you know and this is a really important message you know, we, we are all about looking after people, as, as we just chatted about, and that's the people of tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow's people, that's a bit weird. Uh, but future <laughs> consumers. Um, and, you know, there, there are some significant resource challenges. And, you know, water is a precious and scarce thing that we need to, to work to protect. And I guess we're trying to do that as CCW in a way that is helpful by, you know, encouraging people to connect with their water environment and value it more and, and think a little bit more about how they use it. So if Karen was here, she'd have been chipping in with, you're absolutely right, Emma, there is a <laughs> four billion litre of water supply-demand balance gap predicted by 2050, and that's a big challenge, and we all need to play our part. Yeah. Karen can thank me later for saying that. <laughs> yeah, and she, she's dead right. And the, the, prob- yeah, the challenge with that is those numbers are so huge, they're really difficult to to wrap your head around but you know every plan put together by water companies has a massive chunk in it of us saving water as a society you know so this this really you know is a very important issue i think the other thing that karen would be desperate to say is that this whole point about saving water being so <coughs> good in so many ways so it helps secure resources for the future it helps save money in a very direct way from people's pockets yeah um, helps mitigate climate change because there's pumping etc involved yeah. in, in, in water too so this kind of bit that people this part that people have to play isn't that a big sacrifice absolutely correct you know some really simple super duper easy things that you can do and and i think you know once you do them you kind of get a sense of pride about that which is which is great but yeah it'll help you save money and everybody needs to save money right now so um, people often say and i heard this this week right I've heard this quite a lot. It's a very common thing to say. They go, people um, don't value water and it's and, and the cost is so so cheap. I don't, I don't think it is cheap. I think it is good value. But yeah. the cost of water is far less than the value of water. So shouldn't we just crank up the price so that people value it more? Do you subscribe to that school of thought? 
No, no. I mean, I, I think, you know, water does offer fantastic value. And one of the great things about this job has been learning around about the process, you know, the process. And one of the most impactful things that I did was go to a sort of a water treatment work where they scooped up stuff out of the Thames um, and then, you know, transfer, transformed it into drinking water. And it was, it was really wow. And, you know, that process has enormous value. But I think we can value water without in the middle of a cost of living crisis having a conversation around kind of right rising bills generally if people are using loads and loads of water and they're being a bit irresponsible i think that's perhaps a different discussion you know and it may be that we need to think about that more flexibly than the current system allows no absolutely and the value and costs are just fundamentally different things yeah uh, there's plenty of things that have very low intrinsic costs but of massively high value to people Air. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We were talking about this in the train down, yeah. Tom and I. Yeah. You could have a, your favourite photo of either your family or whoever. Yeah. That could have massive value to it, but what's the actual cost? Yeah. Mm. So, so I think that conflating cost and value actually can be unhelpful at times. Yeah. Because I think you're right, we all need to value water more. I, like, like we should value air, absolutely. Yeah. Clean air, highly valuable. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and these issues are coming much more into focus, aren't they? As the basics of life, the fundamentals that we took for granted are things we now need to kind of question and be more responsible for and i think water you know very much fits into that category now emma you know the real reason why you're here as a guest on waterfall no idea i think i think <laughs> well, you do. I'm here, no idea the, the real reason <laughs> is that we you know we ask all our guests to tell us their personal water use what how much water do you use per day <laughs> now one of the co-hosts <laughs> Karen yes. has a slightly embarrassingly high uh, consumption. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Emma, are you going to save Karen from her embarrassment or are you going to show yourself as a, as a kind of real water trooper? Oh, I don't know. No, well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sh- I am, you know, definitely shameful in relation to this, but improving, right? And this is my point about education. So, and, and awareness I suppose so when I joined the water sector it was way too high I'm not saying the figure but I have managed to <laughs> shave off uh, about 20 litres according to my last water bill and I'm really pleased about that and that was just literally by putting the washing machine on its most cost effective uh, uh, you know water, water efficiency effective uh, setting um, because no one else in the house will ever move the dial so you know <laughs> once, once it's on that setting it's going to stay there and that's made a big difference um changing my routine so when i exercise doing that in the morning showering once not twice turning the tap off when i clean my teeth and definitely over the summer making sure that i use all the water kind of twice if you know what i mean so if you're washing up take it out in the garden all of that kind of good stuff and it's made a massive difference and i do feel very proud of myself so but i have a way to go and i'm still not giving you the number because well, i am the boss well <laughs> you may well be the boss but i do need to push on this because we have a league oh. table the league table doesn't work if you decide <laughs> did not answer now we did have one did not answer already mm. from one of the guests which was mike from the met office oh uh, but but that's because he just moved house he had a valid reason whereas you don't have a valid reason Do you know? so uh, i'm gonna have to push you on this okay well i'm at 140 now oh well that's good that's, yeah that's yeah, good. yeah it's better than it was good compared to karen uh, <laughs> <laughs> add a zero but, yeah. <laughs> well it's not good enough right it's absolutely not good enough. but going well, in the right direction yeah i don't know what else to do though now i must admit that you know pushing mm. on through that next have a word with the other people in your house yeah well yeah Yes, but they are 
beyond my influence. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that, so, so at CCW, as a boss, everyone does what you say, but at home, no one does what you say. Is that the picture that, you're painting here? Pretty much my life, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that was clearly the most important question, but the, the most important question from Tom's point of view, I'm going to see what I'm doing now, I'm saying this is on you, Tom, yeah, yeah. Oh, but it's no. not really. What we really want to is, can we continue to make the Waterfall podcast, please? <laughs> yes. As long as you keep getting all these fabulousness and stuff like that, so yes. Well, we are it's having great. a bit too much fun with it. <laughs> well, fun at work's good, right? Yeah, absolutely. We've had, you know, we have been really lucky to get some really fabulous guests, actually. Mm-hmm. And what I find fascinating is that I'm learning loads from the guests. Mm-hmm. And it is great, because it just shows what a diverse subject it is and just yeah. how many different dimensions there are to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Tom, I'm going to ask a question yeah. for you because you're new to the water sector and I'm saying that I'm learning things from the guests. I mean, what, what's, what, here, has it, how eye-opening has it been? Uh, yeah, absolutely constant and it's been like a great kind of introduction really to the sector that most people don't have in the sense that I'm just, you know, forward-facing with those people and interfacing with them. So, yeah, it's, it's been a boon to me. So, please, Emma, please don't take it away. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Tom, uh, you may be the producer, but, oh, you're a guest. So what's your personal work for Tom Jones? You are now not getting off the... And you yeah. know what? You cannot use the excuse that you didn't know I was going to ask you. Because <laughs> that's all I guess. Um, you know, I, I've been thinking about this. And I think I do hover around. I don't have an exact figure. But I would say about 150. I'd say, you know, I am a little bit forgetful when it comes to the old, uh, you know, the, 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 the tap and the brush and stuff like that. You know, the chicken and the egg. But for me, mostly, I'm quite conscientious. And, and like Emma said, like, you know, joining this company, joining this sector, you realise how easy it is to waste and how easy it is to save as well and how these these tiny changes you can make um, quite quickly so yeah I don't think I'm going to be troubling the top spot there I'll I'll, I'll give a 150 I'll I'll give a so uh, how do you not know I'm just interested because actually that tells a story in itself when we've asked Mm. people why you don't know is it, it why, why, why don't you know um, the, the water bill is dealt with someone else in the household so right. I'm not I'm not I'm, I'm a council tax uh, house insurance bod so if you want to know those numbers I can give you them but, um, that <laughs> but that's the point in itself that if you're yeah. in a shared house yeah. right and you're not as you say you've divvied out your responsibilities mm-hmm. so you're not the one who has cited the bill so actually you're not really aware of what you're using yeah, precisely yeah absolutely yeah. because that's something we've heard from quite a few guests actually the difficulty in just getting that number yeah. Or they get a number and it's a once a year number. So actually that may have changed because the summer has been very hot or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, and th- this is the gap that I'd love to see the, the sector fill a bit more squarely. I mean, even the terminology that we're using, well, 140, she says. I mean, yeah. what, what the hell does that mean, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, what does that you mean? Know, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, and, you know, you need to do a bit of mass to get there. And but it's, it's just not as simple as it could be. And I think I've said before about my my attempts to get a water button you know how that's much more complicated and then you know just being uh you know, not uh overly savvy and entirely responsible for everything um you know i can't i can't put the thing up i don't know what i'm doing with it and you know stuff like that that i think water companies could help the willing a little bit more or the sector perhaps you know Is this George Clooney coming? i don't think so oh. Sorry, You're embarrassing just, uh, me, Mike. Stop it. <laughs> I'm going to stop him and ask him. <laughs> Mr. Clue? No, no, it's not. No. No. We no. might get lucky. We might get lucky. Uh, no. <laughs> no, uh, not this time. But I, but I agree what you're saying, though. Yeah, I think that, that kind of just saying you're 140, 150, it's a little impenetrable to people, even though it means yeah. pounds or whatever. It's just like, well, you know, we've, we've had this struggle with the podcast so much where people talk about Olympic-sized swimming pools. Oh, we hate that, don't such we? Such an abstract it's a image. Rubbish, it really is just, yeah. yeah like you know swim pool olympic size whatever it's just too gigantic to even comprehend so yeah and it's, it's not something you're going to come across is it oh, no that's an olympic you know it's not <laughs> yeah yeah most of us don't have them at home so yeah 
Indeed. And there are a few recurring themes that are coming up all throughout the episodes, like this. Understanding your water use, and what does that mean? Understanding what the, that the quantity is, 140 litres. Actually, when you see that, that's, that's a phenomenal amount, actually. Mm, yeah. Mm. yeah. But when would you see it? Well, the only way that's... you can try and visualise it is like your two-litre li- two bottle at home, isn't it? And yeah. then multiply that up. But again, you know... Just getting astronomical. Only nerds yeah. like us are going to do that. No, no, no one else in their right mind. Uh, the waterfall listeners. It's, it's, it's a lot that. of fun doing that. <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah. Don't take my fun Point away, Emma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I rest my case. <laughs> CCW, passionate about championing the best interests of everyone who uses water, now and in the future. So, so we're almost at our final destination which may be a place that serves drinks, which, you know, not a bad thing to do at the end of a walk. Nice cup of coffee. So, uh, so Tom, uh, mm. you, uh, you work for CCW, yes. but now you've had the boss tell you what CCW <laughs> do. Does that make sense now? <laughs> it was an eye-opener. Uh, no, honestly, oh. I, 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 I thought Emma, you know, summed it up perfectly, and I think one of the points that I want to just pick up upon that she was saying was how consumer focused we are really yeah. how customer focused we are and I think that is something that I've seen you know in all the work that I've been part of all the campaigns you know everything really all the afford work program and you know just makes you proud to work here and Emma you know we're been talking about walking with water and I forgot to ask you actually what do you have a favorite walk what's your walk of choice uh-huh. well my hometown is on a canal so really uh, walking on the canal is a, a thing that you know is is a regular weekend thing, and also you know I've got great memories of taking my daughter there when she was little and throwing literally kind of like the whole loaf at the ducks, you know, like they do. Yeah. <laughs> the ducks going hell. <laughs> I didn't want that much. To now, you know, as a, as as a 21 year old walking along with her on a Sunday morning to clear our head. So yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. And what have you made of this walk? It's been beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Really amazing. Great, great pick, Mike. I must say. Like, yeah. I, we, we have locked out. He's, he's, I mean, we, we'll put day, some yeah. photographs of it. We'll put, make yeah. some photographs available. But it has been a beautiful day. Look. Yeah. It's like blue sky. The sun is shining. It's uh, is this really November? Yeah. <laughs> um, so don't forget, if you have a favourite walk, you can you can take pictures mm-hmm. and send them in Please. to the uh, Walking with Water website. Also, we'd love to hear from you about your favourite walk because you can email the show at podcast at ccwater.org and we've got an Instagram haven't we as well Mike yes we do we have Instagram waterfall on Instagram we'll put the links down below but yeah so you can find out plenty more uh, about today's show all the links all the info and yeah maybe some dodgy snaps and and (laughs) when we find Clooney we'll get the interview with Clooney we'll add selfie that of the year coming <laughs> i tell you what if, if Clooney isn't in the pub right now I'm going to be I'm absolutely gutted uh, disappointment ahead I know he's <laughs> but yeah so um, no one's fallen in yet no one's been fired yet so, so no one's know, seen Clooney no one's yet seen yet. <laughs> yet yep Theresa May uh, again potentially on the horizon and Uri Geller I want to have a word with him about moving that ball in Euro 96, Gary McAllister's penalty against England that he oh, claimed he moved. Mike's other favourite topic. So unfortunately, that's all we've got time for for this edition of Waterfall. We've been out and about walking with water. We've found all about what CCW do, what they stand for, and that we're all about you, the people. So we'll be back soon. Karen will be rejoining hey. us. So join us again for another edition of Waterfall.